Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the main event. We are back with our last podcast before the new Champions League season actually starts. So that's exciting. You're back with me, Daniel. And Aaron. And we are joined uh, by our two friends again. So first of all, we've got that nut job from down the pub, Mr. Opinion himself, Nathan. How are you doing, Nathan? I mean, I was all right until he said that. That was kind of mean, but... <laughs> <laughs> And we've also got our resident scout uh, who sits, I think, just looking at football manager forums all day for new young blood. We've got Cameron. How are you doing, Cameron? Well, I have got my football manager open looking at Brazil's under 16s right now. <laughs> oh, so, I don't um, know about that sort of thing, mate. Wow. <laughs> we all know the form of Sunderland with that. We know Adam Johnson's <laughs> a hero, mate, being a Sunderland fan. But listen up, please. It's a family friendly podcast, son. Uh, so today, um, essentially what's going to happen is we are going to go through our, I say, most recent drafts. We don't have that much longer to go before the game starts, so we're not going to have too long to, to fiddle around. But with the best information that we've got so far, uh, just for the benefit of everyone listening, we are recording this on a Sunday afternoon. So the English teams have played, uh, quite a lot of the other teams have played, but there are still one or two games left going. And it's been a bit of a mad weekend for results. If you haven't seen, just flick through Google. Atalanta got smashed. Obviously, there is a lot of drama surrounding the Liverpool game. We don't know how long VVD is out for. It seemed that no matter what the game, there was drama. I think Real Madrid lost. Barcelona lost. Juventus lost. Everyone just lost, essentially, yesterday. So... It's a bit of a weird one. I don't know if any of our teams are going to have changed because of it, but that's essentially what we're going to do. We're going to go through our teams and the other three are going to try our best to give constructive criticism mm -hmm. or just tear it apart if there's mm -hmm. no hope. That's how you're feeling about it. Are you, how set are you, first of all? I'm set, but I could easily, like, there's a few that I could easily just think I'm changing. Uh, yeah, same. I'm just not set on me goalkeepers i keep switching them around yeah I, I, yeah it, most of my team's good but uh it's just goalkeepers but I've, i think i'm pretty set on them now maybe me bench one might change for the second second day of games aaron how have you been finding it i feel confident with mine it won't be any good but i feel confident in it i'm gonna die on this hill so <laughs> <laughs> we like to hear so I'll uh, stick my neck out first so first of all I have I've gone for specific tactics where I am essentially making changes based on fixtures for more favorable captaincy choices so my team might seem a little weird at first but let me talk you through, once I've, I've said the team, let me talk you through my planning moving forward from just the team that I've got in front of me. So first of all, my goalkeepers, I've had an issue with these as well, but I am going with Bonu of Sevilla at 5 million and Sportiello of Atalanta at 4.5. So what I want from this really is Atalanta's goalkeeper for the first game because they're up in... I believe, Mitchland. So I can see a clean sheet there. And then I like Sevilla's fixtures 
for the remaining games. So when Sport Yellows, or however you pronounce his name, is uh, superseded again, I think it's by Galini, their first try goalkeeper. It's not too much of a problem when I've got substitutions or uh, transfers, sorry, that have sort of freed up, then I can go with that change. But at the minute, Sport Yellow is still the, f- the first choice goalkeeper for Atalanta. We don't know when Galini's back. That's what I felt most comfortable with. If I was desperate to change it and I wanted a goalkeeper throughout, then I could go with someone like Mignolet, who's probably going to get some save points and isn't exactly playing against a lot of the most formidable strike forces. It's more so Bonu for Sevilla. I just think their group, after I've got past that Chelsea game, which is covered by Atlanta's goalkeeper for Michelin, I like their two fixtures. So that's fine. Fine by me. My five defenders, I've gone for Joshua Kimmich for the fact that he's playing anywhere but defence and he's getting some attacking returns. Also, what I've noticed is Kimmich gets returns when teams play with a lower block. I don't know if any of you have noticed that, but whenever teams just want to sit back and defend against Bayern Munich, it allows him to do to do more. And he tends to be, again, we've discussed this sort of term on previous podcasts, a bit of a clutch player. Maybe not necessarily just in terms of goals, but assists and things like that. I also can see them getting a clean sheet in the first game against Atletico Madrid. So I've gone for Sergio Ramos, penalty taker. Until this weekend, Real Madrid had a fantastic record, so I don't know what was going on this weekend, but if everyone did bad, there's not really much we can do. And so, yeah, like I say, just I think clean sheets and we might see a goal or two from him. I've gone for Hatterboer of Atalanta. Just has to be done. You've got to get one of those two wing-backs in, and Hatterboer is more likely to get goals than Gosens. Gosens more likely to get assists. But at five million, opposed to Gusson's five and a half, I think that's pretty nailed on choice. I've gone for Backer of PSG, four and a half million starting left back, while the other left backs are injured and Bernat's out for a while. He's playing every game. He's got Istanbul for that first game. I can't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's got Istanbul for the first for the second game. Sorry, getting mixed up. He's got Man United for the first game. It's like fine. I'll probably go with three at the back for that game anyway. And then he's got Istanbul. So it's good enough for me, four and a half million defender. And PSG had, I believe, the best defensive record in the competition last year. So going off last year's statistics, it might work well. And finally, I've gone Kunde four million. Kunde does have coronavirus, but he'll only miss the first game against Chelsea, which I wasn't bothered about anyway. I won him for the other two games of that group and a four million. So I don't really care. Like I know it's a bit of a risk having one of my 14 players not actually playing, but like I say, it's for one game and I still can only play 11 players. So I, I'm not bothered. Like I say, if this was FPL where I just had to pick my starting 11, Kunde wouldn't have been a part of the starting 11 against Chelsea anyway. So it really doesn't bother me. Here's where we're getting contentious fellas. Um, I noticed that Gio Reyna played 90 minutes yesterday, whereas everyone else seemed to get a good amount of rotation. Haaland didn't even play. So Gio Reyna was in my team at six and a half million, and I sort of just saw this about half an hour ago. So I've been flapping around trying to find a replacement and see what else I can do. But for the time being, my replacement for Gio Reyna in midfield is Labiad. Ajax are playing right now. 
So I've got no idea what's going to happen. So that might change based on this game. But Labiad is a six million midfielder in the game who's playing as the out-and-out striker for Ajax. Now, with them playing Liverpool, again, I want to see what the news is on Van Dijk. I imagine he's not going to be fit for that game. Alisson's not going to be fit for that game. And I've seen Liverpool's defence over the last few years without those two. I fancy anyone to score against them. I'm not saying Ajax is going to win the game by any stretch. But I think to say that the one score would be a bit naive when arguably the two most important players of the team are missing. So I think that's really punty, but I'm feeling it. I've gone for two enablers of De Ketelaer, four and a half million for Bruges. He's playing as a, uh, the left side of a front three, four and a half million midfielder. Yes, please. Again, another out of position. And I've gone for the, the bandwagon of Barrios. I just noticed that um, he got an average just over four points a game last season. I think he's again in a competitive group and I just needed the money, to be honest. I'm not bothered. I see De Ketelaer as, as more of a forwardy type player anyway. So Barrios is really that enabler that I really don't care about. He might just be another sort of Dubois, something like that, hopefully. I've got... Emil Forsberg, 7 million. He's got Istanbul the first game and then he's got Man United the second game and he's the penalty taker and a really attacking team. Yes, please. I've got Ansu Fati at 8 million. Again, he's got Ferran Cavaros the first game. Only came on a sub in Barcelona's defeat at the weekend. Barcelona plays so much better when he is starting and I think he will start, which is why he was rested at the weekend. My three forwards... Alejandro Gomez at eight and a half million. I mean, the, their group speaks for itself, really. Again, do they have Michelin first game? Yep, thank you very much. Erling Braud Halland, he's staying in. He's a stat buster, a team buster. He is fixture proof. He is staying in the entire time. And then for the first game, I've got Lionel Messi against Ferenc Kvaros at 12 million. My plan... Because I've got two and a half million left in the in the bank there. My plan for game week two is to go from Messi to Mbappe for when Mbappe plays against Istanbul and Fatty to Mane for when Mane plays against Micheland. And then in the third game, I'm going Mbappe to Lewandowski for Bayern Munich's two games against, I think, Lokomotiv or is it Salzburg. Either way, they're playing against an open team. Yeah, Salzburg, open team. I think lots of goals. And Mane will probably move to a Man United midfielder for when they get their two games against Istanbul. But I need the two and a half million to be rotating between those players. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good team. I like it. You've thought about it a lot more than I have. Let's put it that way. Well, let's just say I've been I've made subs to my team while you've been talking I've, I've done the same I'm <laughs> going to be honest I've done exactly the same I've sat there just editing my team while he was talking <laughs> Ed for the benefit of the podcast when you go through your teams at least explain yeah, what that change was I will. yes I will um, don't, don't be copying they'll all do badly oh, no 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 when Labia gets a blank or a red card or something it'll be oh John told yeah. us to do it we're not Aaron so my big thinking here is Labia at 6 million it's just working out, you know, kind of, is there anyone better, really, for the Gio Reyna switch? Because I really was, I had my heart set on Gio Reyna. I think he's a wonderful player. And I th- if Haaland's going to score, someone's going to assist mm, him. He missed a city yesterday. 
Rain added, didn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah, he, uh, he rounded the keeper and missed. It got cleared off oh. the line, but... I think um, Monday night's going to be for me just sit and watch all the highlights of all the games. Just to try and throw in an eye test with some of the stats I've been looking at, but it's hard when you've got a life. Oh, well, I was hoping that you were going to just tear into me a little bit more, but never mind. It's pretty hard to tear into you when we know that you're going to probably come first or second. <laughs> no, anything can happen. I've, absolutely anything can happen. Injuries can happen. Yeah, true. Players can just not turn up. We've seen how the Premier League season started. Yeah this year like who would have thought that Jorginho would have more points <laughs> than Manny De Bruyne Sterling yeah I did slate one of my mates of putting him in his fantasy team yeah that worked out well I don't think anything's set in stone and last year was last year like you've got to, everyone's got to go again we've seen teams you know do really well and then like in real mm. life do really well and then nearly get relegated any sport and any competition any game is exactly the same so no, no. If you say anything wrong with it, get stuck in. Yeah. Uh, but next up, it's me. You have a go. You have a it's go. You, me. Um. So I've went for a goalkeeper who from the Bundesliga, uh, Galachi. I think it's how you pronounce it. Pronunciation will be bad. Um. But yeah, Galachi and goal mainly because Leipzig have been pretty sound at the back. And if they have conceded in a game, they've only really conceded one. So, and they did keep a clean sheet yesterday. So, he's the reason uh, I went in pretty, pretty much for clean sheet points. Can't really say much else on the goalkeeper other than that. Uh, I went for a three at the back. Uh, Kimmich is in for the same reason. Dan put him in mainly because he plays everywhere else apart from defence. And he w- he can come in with the odd goal. Cameron, who's your who's your other goalkeeper? My other goalkeeper is Oh god. Giel Gielme yeah. from Lo- Locomotive Moscow. Yeah, why are you going for him? Uh because they play in RB Salzburg. And I think mo- that he'll have a good chance of they're a very attacking team. So I think you have a good chance of getting a lot of save points from the second day of games. But he mainly, he was 4.5 million. Uh, and I didn't have much money left. Fair enough. My back three. So yeah, Kimmich, for the obvious reasons, same as Dan. Uh, then I've gone for Hikimi, who I don't understand is why he's a defender. Yep, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and they're playing... Uh, Munchen Gladbach, who did only draw with Union Berlin uh, the, other, the other day, a uh, couple of weeks ago. So that's pretty tough. And they haven't looked, they do concede a few goals. So I'm guessing he, and especially against Lukaku in Lutaro Martinez, Hikimi is definitely going to get some sort of goal contribution in there. So I, that's why that's I put him in. And then. The next one is a bit questionable. Now this is where he's a good probably going to slate. Is is Benucci? Yeah, I feel like I've already got a fix for you here, Cameron. Yeah, but go on, crack on. Mainly just because he, he he's uh he plays every game. The Juventus have been a bit sloppy recently, but 
from what I've seen. Uh, but he plays every game, so I can't really complain. And I'm guessing he'll play against Dynamo Kiev. The defence is pretty much just, are they going to play? Who are your other two defenders? On, on the bench, I've got Rafael from Istanbul, that Basik Skur. And I've got Solet, Umar Solet from Salzburg. Raphael, he's definitely going to play because I think he's probably the best right back that Istanbul's got. And he's just moved there, so I'm pretty sure they spent a decent amount of money on him. But anyway, yeah, so they're my two defenders. Solet, I have no idea who he is. <laughs> that, you've got him in your team. Class, no idea who he is. I've never heard of him. Uh, he could be a Sunday league player. Yeah, I fancy him. Pretty much. Yeah, he was. He didn't cost a lot of money. Four million. And he's on the bench. So, uh, if he plays bonus, if he doesn't, oh well. I, I respect that. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll move on to my midfield. Foreign midfield. Uh, I've gone for Bruno Fernandes. Uh, mainly down to penalties, even though he did miss one yesterday. Uh, but yeah, he, he's near enough a guarantee to score from the penalty spot. And Man United do get a lot of penalties. And if we go off the last game they played against PSG, mm. they got a, they got a ridiculous penalty. So yeah, and then I went for Ansu Fati, and this is a change I made because while Dan was talking about his team, I realised that Payet hadn't played for Marseille yet uh, with the last game. So I don't, I don't know what's wrong with him. I think he got sent off, mate. I think he's uh, suspended. Oh, well. French League are just all trying to kill each other at the minute. Every game's in four <laughs> red cards. It's it's not a league I keep up with. I'll, I'll say that. Um, but yeah, so I brought Fatty in. Is it not niche enough for you, is it not, Cameron? No, it's not. No, it's big leagues. I'm, I'm more of a lower league person. I don't go with the higher leagues. And mainly because Barcelona are playing a team that I can't pronounce. Ferran Barcos. Um, there you go. That one. <laughs> uh, so, I think he's got a very good chance of getting at least an assist against them if he plays. Hopefully he plays. He's played quite a few games this season. Then my next midfielder is Joaquin Correa from Lazio, who... I really rate him as a player. I think he's a very good player. Um, he played. He didn't. He didn't play. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he played, uh, but he hasn't played. Uh, so he played up front against Inter Milan, and I think he, he's just. I don't really follow Serie A. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, that's more Aaron's strong point. But I signed uh, pretty much. He's one of a couple of players. I signed on career mode on FIFA, and he did well. So that's my, that's my oh. that's my thing. Quality scouting there. From Cameron. FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I uh, might sign uh, Alan Halilovic because he did a right for us on FIFA. <laughs> did he? <laughs> and then the my my final starting midfielder is Serge Gnabry. Uh, mainly because although 
Bayern have seemed to rotate their front th- their front well wing wide players this year. We're starting to then take them off. He's still in you. I'm just based off his performance in Europe last season. He did very well, and he's he's one of these players who is very consistent at international level as well. When he played for Germany over the international break, he was very consistent, did his job, and you can't really ask for much more than that. You probably get an assist against Atlanta. For ten million, I can ask for a lot more. Um, and then my midfielder on the bench now can't can't lie. Um, he's seventeen and never played for the first team. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I think you can see where I'm coming. Yeah, we can. His name is. Yeah, I can see him getting thrown into a Champions League game. Then Cameron. He was listed in their Europa League team uh, last year for Olympiacos. <laughs> for him. Um, he is called v- Vasilis Surilisus. Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. I was about to say the same thing. Sounds like something like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> 4.5 million, the last player on my bench. So that's the reason I got him in because I only had 4.5 million left to spend. Could have, I could have definitely got a better player who actually plays, and I might change that. So that might be changed. Really? Do you reckon, Cameron? <laughs> that might be changed within the next uh, hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my midfield. Uh, pretty well standard. They all get attacking returns, and Bruno Fernandes takes penalties. So. On my front three, I've went for a pretty standard one in Lewandowski. You know, he scored seven goals. Nine, seven. I'm pretty sure he scored seven goals this season. Ten. Uh, ten. Uh, I read he scored an uncountable scored. amount of goals. I read he... Yes, right. But he hasn't scored in every. He hasn't scored in every game this season so far, but he has still scored a lot of goals. And that's why he is my captain for uh, for the first game week. I mean, I don't think that'll change. Uh, mainly because the amount of goals he will score this year. Uh, he might not get robbed of a Ballon d'Or this year either. Then my other striker is Alexander Soloff, who last season... Uh, in the Turkish league, scored a lot of goals, 24 in 34, after being rejected from Crystal Palace. Uh, he's went to Leipzig this season, hasn't scored yet, <laughs> which is not a good start. But... <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, are you, have you picked anyone that scored or played this season? Uh, about two, two or three. Dan, points. do you remember when we were previewing these groups and we said we're going to pick a team that's just full of punts? I think we've got it. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. Well, I mean, I would at least pick like Barakin and Moranchuk, like Sabaslai and you know, players that have played. So, last se- the last season, Soloff, he scored a lot of goals. So I'm hoping... Just take, I'm hoping he's just taking his time to bed himself into Germany. Before the game's on Tuesday, mate. But I know, but they're playing a Turkish team, though. So they are playing Istanbul, Bashikshka, uh on Tuesday. So you never know. He might score. And they are at home. 
uh, that is a complete punt. My next one, though, isn't a complete punt because he did score in the last game, and that's the reason he is in my team. Um, Atlanta striker Sam Lammers. Uh, he's done. Uh, he did okay in Holland the uh, for PSV, and then he has moved over to Atlanta this year, and he has scored the last game, as I said. So, I mean, I'm hoping. He can continue his recent form. He did come off the bench. Um, but I'm hoping he can continue his recent form. I, it was between him and Zapata. And luckily, he scored this. He has scored two goals this season. So hopefully. I actually like that pick, Cameron. I like the Lamas pick. And it's honestly, it's something that I tinkered with in my mind as well because he's came on in the last two games and scored two goals. Yeah. And. He's really cheap on the game. Yeah. What you have to expect is that he isn't going to start the next game. No. He's not going to start. No. But what he can do is he can come off the bench and quite comfortably score against this lot, I think. Yeah. So I mean, I, it's a case of I need, I, the, the issue is, is that I think I want Alejandro Gomez. My, my thing was, I was looking at it and going, well, could I put Lamas in for Gomez? And then Ilicic in for somebody else, yeah. like Labyad. So I am thinking about doing Labyad to Ilicic and then having Lamas. But that I don't know. It's very risky. So I don't. Know. I think I the only thing it, yeah. that might the only thing that might put your put people off about getting Lamas in is his track record isn't that good of scoring goals. I mean, he scored four goals for PSV in twenty yeah. games. But last season he did. Oh, two seasons ago, sorry, he did score 16 and 31 for Heravine. So he, he kind of scores in spurts and hopefully he can carry on what he's doing for Atlanta and keep scoring off the bench pretty much. But yeah, that, that's my team. Uh, slated all you want, but if I come above, above last place, I'll be happy. <laughs> Terrific. That's what the people want, Cameron. Um <laughs> I feel like I've got a lot of measured things to say about this team, but I want to see what um, I want to see what Nathan says first. <laughs> if you don't come last, it's a miracle. Well, I'm, I'm aiming it's to good luck. You. Nathan, why don't oh. you tell us how you really feel? <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. That's why. Yeah, PJ, exactly. I'll send PG. you it later. <laughs> come on, Nathan. Come on, Nathan. Tell him, tell him what's too wrong and how to fix it. Jesus, that you've took too many points, like a 17-year-old. He's on the bench. Not He's not going to get on. I don't care. You still put someone that could possibly get your if points. If he gets so on, if he gets on, look. right, he'll, he'll, he'll get you one point. Still a point. <laughs> Cameron, have have you read the rules yet? Like, do you know that yes. if one of your players blanks, you can make substitutions? So, like, exactly. beneficial uh, to have I, someone I, on the bench that's at least going to play. All my players. I could say the same about <laughs> yeah. a considerable number of your players. Like, so one thing that I'd immediately that I'd do is I'd sack off Benucci. How much is Benucci? Five million or something? Five point five. Oh goodness! Right, easy. Right, right. Sack off Benucci. Put in Klosterman. So Klosterman's Leipzig, he covers your Galaski keepers. You can get rid of him because he's not a very good keeper. But Klosterman was in the top three for ball recoveries last year. And he's also got a goal this season. So, and 
like I said, 5 million, he saves you 0.5 million on Bonucci. And because you don't need Golaski, it saves you 0.5 million on the goalkeeper. So I you've got a million do extra. Don't do it, Cameron. Immediately. Trust in your instinct. Bonucci has also scored this year. Just just stay true to you. Stay, tr- stay true to you, Cameron. Yeah, Raphael's played one game in centre midfield. So, yeah, 4 yes, million. Indeed. Fair enough. Uh, Istanbul up. Well, they finally won. They won the first game this weekend. But they're still in my opinion, the worst team in this competition. Uh, Korea, Aaron can speak to you about, but I'm sure he's done next to nothing this year. Yeah, he hasn't. I just think you need to be changing this midfield. Like I say, I've named, I've got two four and a half million pound midfielders that play every game and one of them plays like up front on the wing and you've got 17 year olds that have never kicked a ball in their lives. I, he, he's made one appearance for them. I just think you need, I think you need like, to cha- I think you need to turn off football manager and do it again. Like is so. What I'll what I actually really want to quickly do is just explain why I don't have some of these players. Like so, Hakimi was one that me and Aaron talked about that I'd really like. He's expensive, but also Inter are terrible at defending. Um. And then Lewandowski, I think a lot of people raise some eyebrows at me for not having Lewandowski. At 12 million, you want a captain a player. In I don't fancy captaining anyone no, against Atletico so, Madrid um, in the slightest. I'm not saying don't go Lewandowski, yeah. by the way, Cameron. I just wanted to sort of explain to listeners why I haven't gone with them. I think you need, bit, I think you need to get rid of Soloth. There are, how much is Soloth? He, he's seven. He's seven. If you can find so he's quite expensive, but he has got. I th- I was tempted to captain Soloff. I can't lie, mainly because of the Turkish. They're playing a Turkish team, and he has scored a lot of goals. Such a punt when he hasn't yeah. done anything for them. Maybe try um, Daka up front for Salzburg or someone who's banging form. He scored a bunch of goals yeah. this year already. But, I mean, you've got to think like playing in the league. It's completely different to playing in Champions League because you know some teams might not be able to play against certain uh, nations styles, if you put it that way. Nothing like so lost. It's just such a, a one week idea. He's, yeah, terrific. He's playing against the Turkish league team this week, but like, what are you going to take? Is that going to be your transfer out afterwards when he's got Manchester United and PSG? Uh, I think anyone can score against Manchester United. And then PSG, yeah, they've got a good defence, but... He's not on penalties, he's not on anything like that. And then you've got Lamas, who probably isn't going to start. Is Soloth even going to start? Does Poulsen not play up front? No, Poulsen came off the bench yesterday. Yeah, because they're probably rotating him so that he can be fit for this week. Poulsen are more than likely to start. Like, Gio Reyna played 90 minutes, which is why I don't want him. Uh, Aaron, what would you say about this team? I didn't really have anything to say, to be fair. Like, Benucci, he is pricey, but they can definitely keep a clean sheet against uh, this team. I think it's just hard because Perlo isn't set on tactics yet. So yesterday they played a 3-4-2-1 formation and yeah, he's just not set on it and 
Benucci, I feel like it when he doesn't have Chiellini next to him, is he's very sporadic. He'll go in for like a flying tackle. And I mean, you mostly have Bonucci in your team because of his passing ability. His defensive work is kind of just a bonus, but I wouldn't have him in a fully defensive team. So I think he's at danger of of doing that, but he, he can produce a, a wonderful pass for a an assist every now and again. So it's risky though. And I think some of the other players that you were talking about, uh, Sommers for Atalanta, I don't think he'll play uh, until they're at least four goals ahead because of how leaky Atalanta can be. I don't think Michelin will cause them much problems, but I don't see them truly resting players because they want the like they want to tally up their goal difference in case Ajax and Liverpool also beat Michelin. So that's I think that Summers won't come on until like the last few minutes, possibly to rest as a Pata or Muriel. But then again, with Ilicic back. I think only one of Zapata or Muriel will play, which means that the other one will come off instead of Lemas, whatever. Um, but no, Korea was it Korea for Lazio? You had, yeah. It, it, he's he's okay. Uh, he'll play for them, but he's not the type of player who will produce. And Lazio can be very sporadic right now. They lost three nil on the weekend. So to Sampdoria, who were relegation team last year, it's 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 very risky, but I can see some of your thinking behind some of the other choices. So I've just looked up um like Leipzig for just mainly off my soul off pick and Poulsen hasn't started the last two games and both of them have came off the bench in the last two games. They have both started they've started um Emil Forsberg is the main striker. Quality seven million midfielder. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> well, thanks for for just making us all feel better anyway, Cameron. We do appreciate it, and I'm sure the listeners do now feel a lot less nervous knowing that there's people like you playing the game. Um, <laughs> that being said, if you win, I'll be the first person to buy you a pint. Ah, oh, get in, <laughs> uh, Nathan. On to your team hopefully equally as contentious for something to talk about. There's a few I'm still obviously a bit funny about, but I didn't really fancy changing my keep as that much like during it. So I've just went with the normal pick of Neuer, but I've got Mignolet as my second choice. Okay. Uh, I've went for a back four with Upe Meccano, Hattabua, Marquinhos and Longley. Went for Upe Meccano because of obviously the last season and this season, Leipzig look quite solid at the back. Hatterboer gets either an assist or a goal. And then me sub centre back is Diego Carlos. Questionable, but I like the look of him. Um, midfield three of Danny Almo, who's played most games for Leipzig at the start, and he's only six million. And he's playing as a he's playing in a front, he's playing in the front three. So decent attack and returns there. Andy scored yesterday from the looks of things. He got a goal and assist, I think. 
Uh, I've went with Pasolac in the midfield as well. And Ansu Fati. And I did jump on your bandwagon, Dan, and I've got uh, Barrios and I'm going to murder this pronunciation of Ignatiev. Yep. Uh, and then my front three is Gomez, uh, Haaland, because he didn't play at the weekend, and Lazio have been very, very leaky at defence. And then I've went with Messi, which again, it was Lewandowski, but then when I looked at him for the playing Atletico, Messi's probably the better choice. And that's my team. Sorry, who are your forwards again? Gomez, Messi, and two else? Holland. Oh, lovely. <clears throat> Go on, Cameron, get your revenge. <laughs> who's on your who's the players on your bench? Uh I didn't uh Min of goalkeeper, Diego Carlos, Barrios, and Ignatiev. I've never yeah, I don't know who Ignatiev is. Um I just saw you had a big points return. Um when I was looking through and I was just like, he'll do. He's four and a half mil. Yeah, I think um, we featured him on our preview show where I think he's got an assist. I haven't looked at him. Um, I haven't looked if he's played this weekend or anything, but prior to mm-hmm. this weekend, he'd played out the last four games, he'd played the last two. Mm-hmm. And I think he got maybe an assist in those two games. Four and a half million. He's all right. Yeah, I mean, you've gone for the same tactic as me as having two four and a half million enablers in midfield just to yeah. pick up recovery points and stuff like that. Yeah, like that looks like there's not too much to say about that. My only thing is what I'd say is maybe it's a lot of money on Neuer. Yeah. I think like, how much is he? Six million? Uh, five yeah. yeah, six. Yeah, I... Like you've got up a Meccano, yeah. who was absolutely class as a player. And you'll probably pick like yeah, like pick up recovery points and stuff like that, but I don't think he's got that much of an attacking threat. Like he's away from set pieces, he's a big lad, mm. but he's not like scored loads of goals. Hatabo is obviously really good. You, how much is Diego Carlos on the game? Five. Yeah, for me, the only thing that I do personally is I drop Neuer to a different keeper mm. in upgrade Carlos. Although Carlos, like I've obviously got a severe defender in there because I do think they'll do well. Maybe that's a change. Diego, uh, Carlos. Carlos is on my bench at the moment. I'd go for, um, oh, is that why he's on your bench? Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I mean, you want to swap them. I'd, I'd personally swap Carlos to Sevilla's goalkeeper and then reinvest Mm. the extra money, the extra million into like Joshua Kimmich for Bayern. Yeah, I thought about Kimmich because I had Sabitzer in the midfield. But then when I've looked back through Leipzig's games, the last game Sabitzer wasn't in the squad at all. Yeah, he's injured, Uh, mate. And I just thought Danny Almo, he's played, he's playing in the front three and he seems to be picking up. I get subbed off for Soloff. And the other debate was I had Huang Huang is a Huang He Chan. Yeah. I did yeah. have him in, but again, he's just coming off the bench. Yeah. He's a good player, but he's not consistently starting enough for me to vote on him. I like Pasalich as a pick. He was in, I was trying to get him in for ages and just didn't have the money, really. Like, I could have him in for Forsberg, but I prefer Forsberg's fixtures. And I've still got 
Hatterboa and Gomez to cover for Atlanta for me. Mm. I like Longley as a pick. I think he's got a good group. I, I can't see Barcelona conceding a lot of goals and he's a threat from set, set pieces. So I think he's a really, really good differential. I've only got four of your defenders down here. Longley, Upamecano, Hatterboa, Carlos. And who was the other one? Marquinhos. Yeah. Can't after really the Man, U, yeah, can't after really the Man U game, it's not too bad. I like your team, Nathan. Like I say, I'd probably make that for me personally, but it's not mm. my team, it's your team. I'd look, I'd rather have Kimmich or a, a Ramos or a. Uh, I know what you mean. Someone like that over Neuer personally. Also, just to rectify a mistake that I made in the previews when I said that Tishtegan was top three goalkeepers with Oblak and Allison. It's just because that's the rhetoric we've been talking about over last year and the previous year. I completely forgot about Neuer, who is the best keeper in the world and proved it last year. I just sort of wanted to correct my own. When I listened back to it, I was like, why didn't I say Neuer? (laughs) Uh, So, but obviously we're not just looking for the best players. It's more so who's got a higher ceiling. So that'd be it. And again, Ignatiev, I'd rather go for like the four and a half million that I've gone for just because he's playing as a forward, whereas mm. Ignatius playing in the midfield. But I mean, he might pick up more ball recovery points. It might be a case of my players got to get an attack and return to get any points at all, whereas yours might, you know, scrap and pick up four points a game, which are four and a half million. Yeah. Because that is what I found last year was if I had a big player that blanked, which I think last year was with the Liverpool boys, mainly it was a Salah or Mane kept on blanking in the group stages. And when they blank, they don't get ball recovery points, so they get a fixed two-pointer. Same with the likes of Raheem Sterling and, and players like that. So I'd take them out, put in a player that would blank a bit like this Barrios and Ignatiev, mm. but then they'd come away with four points because they'd make six tackles in a game. So... Them little points can make a difference at the end yeah, of the year. It, it, it's about having that balance, but yeah, I like that, Nathan. I'm fuming I'm going to come last. <laughs> My only thing is that Kimmich, I don't know if he'll play this week. He wasn't in the Bayern Munich squad at all this last week. He's not injured or anything, but his partner's having their, is it, well, she's having their second child. And How dare she? I know. <laughs> Do you not know so, we're playing this game? So 6.5 is quite expensive for a defender who's not going to play this week. Uh, you don't know if he's not going to play. No, no. Like You're right, I don't. But I've not heard that she has the baby yet. And I don't know whether they'll want to rush him back. I don't know. I think that, like what Dan was saying before, he does well against teams in a low block which is what Atletico Madrid do really well. But it's just that risk that you have of them not playing. And so is is he worth the risk for this week? I mean, you can get him in next time because it's only a week away, but it's it, it just trying to outweigh the risk, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't really want to use a, use a transfer on him, to be honest. Uh, that is a problem, though. I think, obviously, I've got until Tuesday. I can make a decision then. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't go with them for Tuesday, I'm not going with them. But Are they at home this week? Who? Bayern? Yeah. 
like Atletico Madrid, yes. is, yeah, it is. Okay, he's more likely to play, and it's the Wednesday game, so he's probably yeah, more that... likely to play. If it was in Spain, I would have said he probably won't play. Yeah, I agree. Mm. For me, I'd want um, if it was Tuesday, it would be perfect if they were playing because then you could see the team sheet and make your transfers right up until the very end, anyway. And then I'd know if he doesn't, if he's not in, I'm not bothered about Bayern versus Atletico Madrid, like. I'm really not bothered about how many buying players. But what that would do is I'd go to a more reasonably priced defender, like a, I don't know, maybe a Hakimi, who's six million, maybe try and find another five and a half, something like that. And then reinvest to try and get another buy-in midfielder in my team. Because I think I might be able to afford that. I think every time I've been trying to work out the next three weeks, worth of fixtures I've always been 0.5 short of a buy-in midfielder in there with like in there with Sadio Mane after Micheland mm-hmm. so it might open something else up but I'll I'll leave it for now and we'll see how that goes but Aaron your team there please we there we go the Don okay so my two goalkeepers yep. uh, Galaxy and Sport Yellow my defence is Pavard Mounier, Koundé, Ramos, and Hatterbauer. My midfield, Ansu Fati, Forsberg, Giorena, Barrios, Labiad, and then Lewandowski, Mbappe, Gomez up front. So just going through some of the reasoning. Um, had a look at the defensive uh, displays of Leipzig and Dortmund because th- they were both quite interesting. The fact that they've played multiple games with multiple clean sheets so I'm either going to go Angelino and Berkey or Galaxy Munier which is what I've got right now but I think in that Dortmund are more likely to have the ball in their group compared to Galaxy so I'm hoping that Galaxy can pull off a few save points while Munier can get is more attacking Pavard for now it really just depends on uh, on who they like on the start in 11. I mean, Alfonso Davies didn't play this weekend either. So they've got a bit of depth at right back and left back. So I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, Sergio Ramos's penalty upside. I was going to potentially go with Kimmich, but then I saw that he might not play. So I'm not going to take the risk. And then I've got Bayern Munich covered with Pavard. And that way he's only 5 million instead of 6.5 defender not playing if Kimmich comes back. Um, Hatterbauer, he was an unused substitute this weekend. So I'm hoping that he's well rested. And then Barrios, literally, because if he does anything spectacular, um, it's kind of a defensive move that I'm alongside the 46% of players who've got him. No reason other than that. I'm not expecting anything of him. Gio Reyna, uh, I wanted to get pa- Pasolic, but because I've got three Atlanta players, can't afford him. Um, so he, I'm looking to get him out because I feel like I've kind of got a lot of my team around the same four or five teams. Lewandowski, because I appreciate what you were saying before, Dan, that you don't want to captain anyone 
against Atletico Madrid, but I think Lewandowski is so good that at any week, regardless of the opposition, he could potentially score a hat-trick. Don't disagree. And Ansu Fati, he's a potential captain for me on the first day, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to captain Mbappe against Man United because (laughs) Maguire. Hmm. (laughs) Um, No, so that's that's my team. Um, Still looking to change around a few players, but around about the same price points. And I've got 1 million in the bank for future transfers. Aaron, just really quickly, your three midfielders were Barrios, Reina, Fati, and who were the other two, sorry? Forsberg and Labiad. Yeah. Right, Nathan, what do you think of that? I like it, if I'm honest. Uh, maybe the keep I would, I would change, uh, going off like, same with what Dan said before, uh, Galaxy, when Cameron had picked them. Yeah, so I was looking at getting in a cheaper player. For, well, around his price point, I'm looking at potentially Onana because uh, he would have two game weeks in a row mm-hmm. where they face Istanbul. I mean, That's... no, sorry, not Istanbul. I'm looking at the wrong group. Mitchelland. <laughs> yeah. Mitchelland. So they would have Mitchelland two game weeks in a row. But then I was kind of debating, would I want Taglafico then? Again, it's kind of... But for the goalkeepers that I'm wanting, I kind of want a defender from the same team and I don't like doubling up because I think clean sheets are not a guarantee. So I'm just... Is is Munya a permanent choice or is he one that you're debating as well? Because I'm not too sure about him defensively sometimes. Uh, I mean... Yes, there is the risk, but with Dortmund, they've only conceded two goals so far, and that was in the first game. Mm. Um, They've kept four clean sheets in the league uh, Mm. in a row now, and he has started at right wing back every time, him and Guerrero. He's five million, so I thought a Dortmund wing back for five million seems quite decent. Um, It's a a shout, to be fair. That's my thinking with Munier. Mm Mm-hmm. With Munya though, he doesn't have an attack in return yet this season, does he? No, but for five million, he does have the potential. So, like, that's the thing as well. Like, because Angelino scored on the weekend, and he's I'm it, I'm kind of going back and forth between Angelino and Munya, but then I wouldn't want to double up on Leipzig, knowing that they face Paris and Man United in the next few games. So, defensive returns there are probably going to be at a minimum. I think, yeah. Um, and kind of the same reason, I think Dortmund are more likely going to dominate their group compared to Leipzig. So uh, I've have got that million spare, so I could go up to Guerrero, who's on free kicks. Um, but then it kind of limits me on the transfers I can make in the future. Yeah. So, have you thought about your transfers for the future? Yeah. So, like I said before, Onana. Taglafico, the back-to-back games against Michelin. Also, that million could... uh, I might potentially move around Mbappe and Lewandowski, depending on the games that they all have. So Mbappe against Istanbul looks great. 
and the Man United game looks he looks a bit well Man United defense looks leaky I was about to say Mbappe looks leaky he doesn't and yeah I was looking at potentially just using my transfers for the them game weeks three and four when potentially good teams like the first seed or second seed team has the fourth seed back to back Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I'm looking at but I could also potentially use a limitless wild card on them game weeks yeah I think I've already sort of got the idea of using my limitless for uh, match day four because Mm -hmm. everyone's played each other once you've got the data and as you say, you can really target some of the whipping boys at that point. Yeah, the only the only risk I can see with it is so that the, the first three match days are back like week after week. So there will be rotation. Uh, the only risk I can see is that match day four, there's a three-week break between them. And yes, they're facing the same team again, but it's kind of like... There's been a break in the middle. Yeah, there's a break in the middle. And so that's what I'm nervous about. I might actually use my proper wild card then, if that makes sense. Um, Kind of debating it and then leave my limit list to match day six when teams change around, depending on if they've qualified or not. I think I'd rather do it the other way around. I'd rather have my limit list when I know everyone's playing full strength teams and I can have whoever I want. Mm-hmm. Whereas for match day six, when rotation happens it's going to be players that aren't rated 11 and 12 million playing, I don't think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd rather play the wild card then. <clears throat> I want to try and save my wild card for when every one of my predictions goes wrong for the group stage, uh, for the knockout stages. Yeah. I want to save my normal wild card for them, but I want to use my limitless in the group. I, I've decided that's when I want to use it to capitalize on the fixtures. Yeah. We found out last year when I used it that, that's probably the way it was intended to be played is because you get the extra transfer, but only in the group stage for the next week. So, so with when you use your limitless wildcard, Aaron, because you know, after your little conversation with UEFA, is it a case of if you play your, your limitless wildcard, do your transfers carry over as just one transfer carries over? No. So what happens is it's kind of like for those who have played FPL, it's a free hit. So for one week only, your team is without a budget. So I could literally have every single premium player that I want. And because you're only allowed two transfers in between each game week of the group stage, you get a third one because you've sacrificed using two. So for if I used it in game week four, my team would go... My game week three team would be my starting team for game week five because it would yeah. revert back to that. But instead of two free transfers, I would have three. Quality. Yeah, no, that's perfect. So that's the way it was intended to be made, I guess, because it didn't work in the knockouts. And um, yeah, that's... Um, I would depend on which week I would want to use it for because I think with my transfers so far, I've got it i've got people in the correct price points to be able to make the transfers so that i have them back to back game weeks i'm able to like juventus for example i'll be able to get a juventus player in potentially ronaldo for them game weeks and stuff like that yeah uh, but it, for those who aren't thinking that far ahead 
game weeks three and four, potentially game week three looks like a very good possibility of using your limitless. Yeah, I like the sound of that. That helps me out a lot. You're welcome, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, so there are our teams. Uh, some similarities, some big differences, really big differences. If your name's Cameron Dodds, Cameron's been uh, silent for the last for the little while. He's been changing his whole team. I'm just I'm just accepting the faith that uh, it's not going to go well. There's <laughs> plenty of time to change your team, Cameron. I'm not saying you know, just the decision making. Pick players that have yeah. played a game of football before. Yep. Yeah, that, that might be a good so, idea. I'd just like to highlight the fact that. Kula Bali had a really good game week this week. Uh, he's going to play dreadful. <laughs> <Don't stop. laughs> I know he's not in the Champions League, but I just wanted to use this platform to be able to say that Kula Bali, I really, really thought your performance was great. Um, you've kept, Is he on the same level as Eric Garcia? You've kept Atalanta to one goal. I think you should walk into any team. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm excited for the game week to start, though. And all the madness that comes with trying to predict future game weeks and their starting lineups. Yeah, for sure. I I cannot wait now. I'm I'm just buzzing to get the game underway. Not so buzzing if we do absolutely terribly and people have been listening to us for advice. There's added pressure with this. You see, last year we just fluked a good start, and we're like, yeah, okay, let's do it. But now I feel like there's a bit of pressure, and people are actually listening. So the only advice I would give to people listening is don't listen to Cameron's team. Yes. Uh, last last year, <laughs> I did pick out Halland for game week one. You did. Just seeing. Soloff might be the new Halland. And yeah. you can, no one can ever take that away from you, Cameron. But no. speaking of predictions, we have also done the predictor game this time. So we're well, speaking last year about how there's so many different game types. And I just thought, you know, a good one would be the predictor. Fantasy five is pretty simple where you just pick a five-a-side team and that'd be boring for a podcast for every, like literally every game week. The only thing I like about that game is that you don't even have to have a structure to your team. <laughs> so, yeah, just so I've just got five strikers. Basically <laughs> the same. Um, yeah. But no, I agree with you, Dan. The predicting game... It's a new dynamic. I'm awful at these type of games. And so I'm excited to hear what everyone's predictions are. So we are going to try and fly through these. Essentially, the format is we're going to just go game by game, what the score is. We're not going to go for first score or anything like that, just what the score is. And if anyone's said anything that's a bit mad to the rest of us, then obviously we can all jump on it. But I've got a feeling for a lot of these will be the same. So first of all, Dynamo Kiev versus Juventus. Nathan, what's your prediction? I've went 2-1, Uv. Cameron? 2-0, Uv. Aaron? 2-0, Uv. I've gone 1-0, Uv. Uh, we've got Zenit versus Club Rouge. Cameron? 0-0. Uh, Aaron? 2-1, Zenit. Nathan? 1-1. And, <laughs> and I've gone 2-1, Club Bruges. So we've got everything there. That, that I think that just shows how much we know, really. So no one's played their joker on that one? We're not confident? Not a single game. one of us. Yeah, if anyone's played the joker on any of these, let us know. Okay. 
Right. Paris Saint-Germain versus Man United. Aaron? 3-1 Paris Saint-Germain. Nathan? 3-0 PSG and I've activated my daughter. Very nice. Cameron? Um, 2-1 Man United. Oh, we're talking about this game now, aren't we? Uh, oh, for for the benefit of everyone, <laughs> I've um, I've put in 3-0 to Paris Saint-Germain. Come on then, Cameron. Why 2-1 Man United? We're not saying that you're wrong. We're just, I you've am. gone against it. Uh, Man United have players who maybe like to perform under the bright lights. So I'm guessing they'll step up the performances. Could say that about, about the Tottenham game that they played a couple of weeks ago. But Europe, they might be going for it this year because they might not get anything else. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, it'll be his only game, his only chance of keeping his job. So you probably go for the Champions League this year. Yeah, so he might not win the League Cup. He might not win the FA Cup. So just settle for the Champions League, yeah, Cameron? Settle for the Champions League. And Man United oh, did well against Paris Saint-Germain last time. Lads, I think so... we're going to struggle again. I think we're really going to struggle in the FA Cup this year. So I'm sorry. Definitely <laughs> 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 won the, the next Champions round. League basket. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind your prediction, but you say some stupid things sometimes, Cameron. I know. I, I've been told that many a times. Bless uh, him. No, look, if you think Man United are going to win 2-1, that's a good result. That's absolutely fine. Um, but I don't think... And yeah, they could play well under pressure. I don't think the that might be the only trophy that they can possibly win argument. On a note, on a side note, I, can, I think Man United will get battered if Van der Beek does not play. He has yeah. been probably their best player for the limited amount of time that he's ha- played. And it's criminal that he's not playing and starting. Like, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Except for yesterday's fixture against our team, where Bruno Fernandes and Rashford were absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. But they um, struggled, but in, in my defence, like they struggled to, not that they struggled to break us down, but all three goals came when Van der Beek was on the field, like yeah. at the end. Yes. Might be being a bit kind, but I know what you mean. I agree. Like when when else whenever else he's played, he's been absolutely amazing for the two minute appearances that he does get. So that's a bit it's frustrating. Like it must be really frustrating for him. Like thinking, oh, I can't get into this Manchester United midfield. But when in reality he should easily walk into it. Yeah, he should be starting. For me, I just think Mbappe will terrorise Man United's defence. Yeah. And I think Man United are a team that are quite happy to put their heads down and hide. There are some players that don't. Rashford always puts in a shift. And Bruno Fernandes has left puffing and panting when he just kind of seemed to, to do anything because everyone else around him has given up. I think if Pogba plays, they're going to be in trouble. He just extended his contract. Yeah. I mean, I think that's more for, for uh, financial reasons. If you want to go yeah. to Madrid or something, you can't go on that's the street. The- that's selling value, that. Yeah. Next game, real quick. So, Leipzig versus Istanbul. Uh, Nathan? 4-0 Leipzig. Cameron? At 1-0 Leipzig. Soloff. Uh, yeah, Soloff. <laughs> Aaron? 3-0 and I've, uh, to Leipzig, and I've got my Joker. You haven't? No, I've activated my Joker for this game. I was just saying, surely you haven't. I've gone... This is... Taking the mic now, Aaron. I've gone three 0 Leipzig and I've activated my Joker. Ooh, <laughs> I'm friends. sick of you, you know. <laughs> How does this keep on happening? I don't know. Uh, 
madness. Anyway, and <laughs> next fixture, Barcelona versus Ferenc Varos. Cameron? Uh, 4-0 Barcelona. Aaron? 5-0 Barcelona. Nathan? 5-0 Barca. And I've gone 4-0 Barca. Sorry, Frank Varos. Really disrespectful, but here we are. 30% of the game agree with me and 12% have gone for 5-0. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, next one, good one, this. We've got Lazio versus Dortmund. Let's start with our Italian correspondent, Arino. I think 3-1 to Dortmund. I think a fully fresh Immobile will come on and get a goal, but I think Dortmund will be too good. So 3-1. Nathan? 2-1 Dortmund. Cameron? 1-0 Dortmund. And I've gone 3-1 to Dortmund as well, same as Aaron. Uh, Ren versus Krasnodar. I've forgotten what order I'm up to now. Nathan? I went 2-0 Ren. Cameron? At 1-1. Ooh. Aaron? 2-1 to Ren. And I've gone 2-0 to Ren. Chelsea versus Sevilla. Cameron? At 2-1 Sevilla. Aaron? 3-1 Sevilla. Nathan? 1-1. And I've gone 2-1 Sevilla. It's all pretty similar there. Real Madrid versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Aaron? 2-1 Madrid. Nathan? 2-1 Madrid. Cameron? 3-1 Madrid. I've gone 2-0 Madrid. Can't see Shakhtar scoring. Salzburg versus Lokomotiv Moskava. Moscow. Aaron? 2-0 Salzburg. Nathan? 2-0 Salzburg. Cameron? 0-0. <laughs> just I love you. Said, uh, nil. you aren't expecting many goals at all, are you, Cameron, in these games? Nah, that, that's just for my goalkeeper's sake. I'm hoping it's <laughs> uh, fair, fair enough. Not not one nil to the team that your goalkeeper's playing for. Just <laughs> I'll just take anything. Uh, I've gone two nil Salzburg as well. So the three of us have gone for three of us have gone for two nil, and uh, Cameron's gone for nil nil. We've got Ajax versus Liverpool. <laughs> This is actually, I think, going to change for me. I'm going to make a quick change to this. Okay, so, Nathan. 2-1 Liverpool. Cameron? At 3-1 Liverpool with my joker. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. And Aaron? 2-2. Two, two. Uh, I've just changed from 3-1 Liverpool to 3-2 Liverpool because of Van Dijk's injury. Alisson isn't back yet, is he? No, he's no. not. Yeah, 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Micheland versus Atalanta. Go on, Aaron. You can take the lead on that one. 4-1 to Atalanta. Nathan? 4-0 Atalanta. Cameron? 4-2 Atalanta. Hey, I've gone 5-0 Atalanta. Olympiacos versus Marseille. Nathan? 1-1. One, one. Cameron? 1-0 Marseille Aaron 2-1 Marseille uh, and I've gone 1-1 Man City versus Porto Cameron 2-2 uh, ooh interesting Aaron 4-0 Man City <laughs> very different Nathan 3-1 Man City I've gone 2-1 Man City so just really quickly Aaron versus Cameron go 
Uh, Man City have a really leaky defence. After the clean like, the weekend against Arsenal. But, yeah. But Arsenal. Oh, to be fair, yeah. I'm, I'm young. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Your Man City have a bad defence. In the Can League goals in Porto with Corona will be good. Me and the player or the or the virus. The virus. Man City's well, he might have both. <laughs> I think I won that argument without having to say anything. No, nope, you didn't. Yeah, Aaron, you've won. You've won that argument there. If it, when it comes back two two, I'll be loving life. <laughs> Highlight year week. Aaron, why do you think 4 0? That's quite hefty. Man City's favour. Aguero comes back, second game, and then everyone will buy him an FPL. Yeah, I've already got moves to go for him anyway. Uh, so happy with that. We've got Inter versus Munchen Gladbach. Aaron? 3 1 to Inter. Nathan? 2 1 Inter. Cameron? 2 0 Inter. And I've gone 2 1 in there. Uh, in the last game, Bayern Munchen versus Atletico Madrid. Nathan. 1 1. Cameron. At 0 0. Real exciting you, Cameron, today. <laughs> Aaron. 3 1 to Bayern Munich. I've uh, I've gone one nil, one nil to Bayern Munich. So yeah, not too much, not too many differences there. I think, uh, I mean, the Zenit versus Bruges game is just proof that some of these are just wild guesses, really. Mm-hmm. That we've all yes, my nil, nil. we've got nil nil, <laughs> one two one one way, and then two one the other way. So yeah. Uh, That'll be interesting, that game, to see who's right on that one. I'm excited. The main event is back. The main event is about to begin. The champions! I promise I'll never do that again. Uh, For copyright reasons, that wasn't the real one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just in case any of you were really confused, I I don't have a drop for that. I just did that myself. Yeah, and for some reason, Daniel doesn't sound like an orchestra when he plays, when he sings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's uh, there are our teams. That's our predictions. Absolutely useless information. Let's be honest, completely useless. Don't use any of it. But we've hoped that you've enjoyed the last hour or however long this podcast's gone on for. Hopefully, we'll have sort of helped a little bit. But in general, it's just about having fun about being nice to each other. We're all a big community. And it's just really about, you know, trying to expand our horizons, looking at different games of the Champions League instead of these massive super elite teams that everyone just seems to care about. Having a lot of fun on the way and being buzzing when Labiad scores for Ajax or when Solov scores against a Turkish team. Isn't that right, Cameron? Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Cameron, Nathan, thanks so much for coming on. And Aaron, as ever, thanks so much. Take care, everyone, and we'll hope you have the best game week.